Well, welcome into the Wealth Guardians radio show. Happy Memorial Day weekend. Bryce, happy Memorial Day weekend to you, sir. Thank you very much, Doug. And to you, I know Memorial Day weekend is a, a special event for uh, both of us and for a lot of people out there. And even though uh, it's different than uh, Veterans Day, Doug, I will tell you thank you for your service and uh, for what you've done for the country and to everyone else out there who has serve this country, or more importantly, who was given the ultimate sacrifice. Which your dad did. Which my father did when I, back uh, in uh, 1969, when I was only a mere 10 months old. That's correct. Yep. And he's up at uh, Arlington now, uh, right across the street, uh, the little road from the Tomb of the Unknown. So oh, wow. you can just, yeah. uh, just take a 30-second walk and go right under the tree over there and see William Norton Payne. My father. So, Doug, thank you for your service. Everybody out there who uh, has served, thank you. And everybody out there who has lost a family member in, uh, while putting on the uniform, we want to, Doug and I and all the Wealth Guardians, want to thank you sincerely on this uh, Memorial Day weekend. We appreciate your, your sacrifice and your loved one's sacrifice. Doug, we were uh, off the air last weekend because yeah. you, uh, you and Sherry took uh, your annual little uh, trip or vacation or... Uh, off the beaten path type of holiday for your anniversary well yeah may's may's our anniversary month and i always like to uh get out of here for about a week or so and uh, we did we went down to uh right in the middle of the gas shortage (laughs) 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 went down to lake oconee in georgia and uh played some golf and oddly enough there was no shortage of gas down there I oh mean, really as soon as you crossed got out of north carolina there was no shortage of gas i, I don't know what it is about north carolina and gas oh really that was yeah, weird yeah okay. I, I know it was just is nuts but we had a great time then we left uh left there and went up to uh the boone area and stayed a few days in our condo and uh had a great time watching the pga championship and phil mickelson uh Winning and the oldest person ever to win a major, so uh, makes me feel good. He keeps beat me. Father Time. He did. That's what Jim Nance said. Yep. So that kind of keeps me on the golf course. So. Well, that that brings up an interesting point because while you were out, I do my best to uh, maintain the office and not have to bug you at all. But there was a phone call I had to make. <laughs> And yeah. I, I did call you while you were out on the golf course, apparently. And, Doug, I know that I, I am not as into sports as a lot of people. I love my football. I play disc golf. But golf is a complicated sport, and I need you to explain something to me. What's that? While we were on the phone, we were interrupted by you saying, just pick up my ball when you get over there. <laughs> <laughs> and help me understand how that rule plays into the game of golf. Oh, it doesn't. <laughs> so I wasn't having a very good day on the course, and I was very frustrated with the shot I'd hit. Plus, the call was a three-way call with you and me and a, and a client. And I just kind of yelled over at my wife. I said, just pick up the ball for me, and we'll go on to the next tee. <laughs> Whenever you find my ball, pick it up. Like, what is he talking What is he doing? Oh, he's on the golf course. Yeah, I wasn't yeah, aware yeah. of that rule. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, very good. So uh, glad you guys could have a good week on and off here, and uh, everything went smoothly here at the office. But we're back uh, to recording now here at the radio station, and we've got a good show lined up today. I, I like what you've picked out for us to talk about, Doug. Yeah, it's kind of a, a – the first segment's going to be kind of a fun segment. 
Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, you know what financial advisors uh, say, uh, the financial ease of this business, which yes. kind of goes over most people's heads. Yes, so it's, it's, it exists in almost any line of work, but ours is no less interesting than anybody it, it, else's. Exactly. Yeah. All so. right. So what we're going to do here is say what uh, the professionals in our field tend to say. And then what that really means. Okay. So the first one here is when your broker or your advisor says, we've experienced a significant market correction this month. What does that mean? Well, that reminds me very much of uh, the very first broker I ever had when I was in the Navy, and that was the 87 uh, Black Monday crash. And he said, well, we were overbought. All it simply means is, we just lost money. Right. The market is down, therefore <laughs> yeah. your accounts are down. Exactly. Plain and simple. Plain exactly. And simple. Don't blame me. It's the market. Yep. Okay. All right. So that's a good one. So and this folks- next one is near and dear to my heart, back to my Merrill Lynch days. Okay. Go ahead. So it says, we're forecasting a significant upside uh, potential for this stock. We're forecasting significant <clears throat> upside potential for this stock. You Did you back in the day say that from oh, time to time? Oh, yeah, because you, you did. Merrill had a quota. Whenever they took a position, that's what that means. So explain that to the, so, to the clients out there, the people out there listening. So brokerage houses are built to make money for corporate America. Never forget that, folks. They're not built to make money for you. They're built to make money for corporate America. And the way they do it is they sell corporate America's stocks and bonds to you or to institutions. So this phrase simply says, we're forecasting a significant upside potential for this stock. Well, what it really means is our firm has just taken a large position in this stock and I need to sell my quota. We need to unload some of it on you. Yep, that's right. Our client. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that might not necessarily be what is in the client's best interest when they hear that. And that's why they're not fiduciaries. They're brokers. Brokers are not fiduciaries. Very interesting. Okay. Uh, Let's go to the next one. Our fee, we hear this on, there's a particular ad that says this. There's a particular ad in a firm that you and I just love dearly. Our fee structure aligns with your interests. We do better when you do better. Yeah. Which sounds great. It does. I mean, it sounds perfect, doesn't it? Yeah. I I like doing better when a client does better. Right. But what does that really mean? It says we still make money even if you lose it. And that's Exactly. exactly what happened in 2008. They still charged the fee. And they that, were down forty and fifty percent, but they still right. charged the fee for a managed account. That firm, we're not gonna we're not gonna belittle anybody, but maybe you know who we're talking about. That firm, very well known for a managed account, which means that they are supposed to be able to react and respond to the market, even predict the market at times, and be able to cut your losses. Their losses at that firm were still down essentially just as much as the market as a whole was, and you were paying a management fee, not just an advisory fee, but a management fee on top of that for basically the same losses that the market had. So, But getting back to that phrase, our fee structure aligns with your interest. We do better when you do better. What that really means is, sure, we make more money when you make more money, but we also make money off of you even if you don't make money. Yep. Ouch. Yep. Ouch indeed. (laughs) All right. Let's do this next one here. You know, as a CLU or MBC or AADR or BLAH, you're in great hands with an accomplished financial advisor. So those are those are referring to all the little uh, yeah. initials that one might have, uh, accreditations that one might have after their title. Yeah, that's uh, that. That it's always been kind of a picky issue with me because so many of these things are. Uh, you know, you can you can basically take a weekend course and get yes. some kind of little letter after your last name, which means there's no academic rigor whatsoever. But what that meant is you're just trying to impress somebody. Hopefully my titles will impress you. 
And I'll never forget, again, back to the Merrill Lynch days. Once you hit a certain level of production as a broker, they made you a vice president. Now, really, that was a title. That was your title, vice and president. You couldn't do squat as a vice president of the company. I mean, you had no ability to make any kind of decisions for the company. <laughs> it just hung there after your last name to impress people. How about that? Yeah. All right. Such a bunch of bull. And now about all those different uh, accreditations and whatnot, letters you can get after your name, I have my Series 66 license, which means I am regulated by the SEC. And the SEC says, hey, anybody who's an investment advisor representative with this license or a couple other licenses, you can't just put on your business card any of these uh, accreditations that you these weekend courses that you happen to sit through we we will approve which ones you can have on there and there's only a handful that a uh, investment advisor representative could legitimately put on their business card after their name and uh, you and i have both have a couple of those, um, but uh, we won't go into them here. But we've got another a dozen other initials that we can't put after our names or that I can't put after my name because the SEC says that's not significant enough. But, yeah, it's very easy to go out there and get those initials if you really wanted to. And there's a ton of them, folks. Oh, countless. Yeah. Okay. Last one that we're going to do here before we go to our trivia question and then a break is – your portfolio has a very high alpha, and I'm worried about your potential for reverse dollar cost averaging once you have to start your RMDs. What a bunch of gobbledygook that is. <laughs> so when somebody says that, what are they trying to what are they what's the point they're trying to get across there? If he makes it sound like it's rocket science, maybe you'll give up and let me manage all your money and help me make my Tesla payment next month. <laughs> what they're trying to do if they say something like that, if they can't speak in a language that you understand then really what they're trying to do is just impress you with jargon and have you walk away saying, well, I didn't understand any of that, so yeah, this guy knows more than me in the field, so I'm going to turn it over yeah, to and, him. And Bryce, essentially, that's the whole wrap of the segment. We're just trying to get across to you folks that you need to work with an advisor that speaks your language, that you understand what, what, what's being said to you and make sure that that advisor understands you. Yeah, you know, it should be pretty clear. If you, if you listen to our show regularly – that we truly understand what you are going through as you prepare for retirement. You've worked 40 plus years to build your lifestyle and you obviously you don't want to risk it now. Yeah, we get it. You deserve the peace of mind, of customized written retirement income plan that we're going to provide for you. You know, we've been doing exactly that for hundreds of families in the triad for more than 20 years, helping our clients protect income, optimize social security, maximize tax efficiency, and achieve their retirement goals. It's what we get. It's what we get out of bed for in the morning. We truly care. Our process reflects that. It involves financial planning, listening, listening carefully to you, researching your situation thoroughly, and building a long-lasting relationship with you. We want you to be a client for life. Yeah, if you, if you want to talk with us about what it looks like to put together that kind of financial plan, here's how the process works. First, you'll call us right now or go online to let us know that you'd like to visit. We'll touch base to set up a time, and then we'll meet for our initial review. And if we each determine that we're a good fit for one another, then we put together your custom financial plan. It's really that easy. Yeah, so just go ahead and give us a call at 336-391-3409. That's 336-391-3409. I guess we better get to the trivia. Yeah, we're heading into a break here. Okay, so Doug, Memorial Day weekend. The annual biker rally in Washington, D.C., each Memorial Day, is called what? 
and it is aimed at raising awareness Something. for what? All right, don't say it now. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, folks, we will be back after the break. That's our trivia question. The annual biker rally in Washington, D.C. each Memorial Day is called what? And it's aimed at raising awareness for what? We'll be right back. And welcome back to the Wealth Guardians Radio Show on this beautiful Memorial Day weekend. This is Bryce Payne in the producer's chair, and in the main chair is Doug Ray of the Wealth Guardians Radio Show. Uh, before we get back to our topic and our uh, trivia question answer, if you're out there listening and you are maybe five to seven years from retirement, and you've got an inkling that you should probably confirm that you're making the right and the best decisions for retirement for yourself and your family, well, I've got good news for you. We offer a no-cost, no-obligation, second review of your portfolio and your financial situation so you can learn how we help you retire the job, yet keep the paycheck. All you have to do is pick up the phone and give us a call and set up an appointment. And our phone number is 336 391 0-9-336-391-3409. We would love to sit down with you and see what services or assistance we could provide you in planning for your long-awaited retirement. Now, before we get to the trivia question answer, we've got our website highlight of the week. Our website is www.thewealthguardians.com. And what I'd like you to do, since this is Memorial Day weekend, is go on our homepage and scroll over the About tab and click on Meet Our Team. And there you will not see just our staff, but you'll see our back office staff. But on our staff, including one of those, is a veteran, Doug Ray himself, who, Doug, you served in the Navy from what years? Oh, let's see, it was 1981 to 1988, active very, duty. Very good. Well, thank you for your service. And I'm sure that you had some uh, friends and colleagues out there that are no longer with us uh, from serving in the military themselves. So we wish them and their families a happy Memorial Day and uh, keep them in our thoughts as well. Yeah, I went through uh, training command with a, with a buddy who, uh, who ended up uh, getting killed in his Tomcat. He was out at Red Flag in Nevada, and they were um, – Doing exercises at night and flew into a mountain. Wow. Yeah. Um, well, I'll take a moment just to recognize my father, William Norton Payne, who uh, lost his life in a B-52 accident right after takeoff up in Limestone, Maine in uh, September 4th, 1969. So, Dad, thinking of you on this uh, weekend here as well. Well, on our website, you can read the bios of Doug, myself, and the rest of our office staff and back office support and partners. And all of them help uh, keep us up to date on all the things retirement planning and allow us to provide what we feel is the most complete, thorough, and comprehensive planning process in the region. So again, thewealthguardians.com on the homepage, scroll over the About tab and click on Meet Our Team, and you would see who you would be working with if you decide to reach out to us. Now, let's get back to our trivia question and then back to our show. The annual biker rally in Washington, D.C., each Memorial Day, is called what and uh there is i'm gonna allow one of two answers on this <laughs> so doug do you want to are we stumping you this week or do you know this answer oh uh, yeah i think you are it's i think it's something thunder but yes very good i don't remember all of it it's it has traditionally been called the rolling thunder run right the rolling thunder run because that's what all those hogs out there sound like they have recently changed it uh, to Rolling to Remember. They changed sponsorship and whatnot. There had some been issues with Rolling Thunder in the past uh, as far as the cooperation they were able to get in that. Uh, so it is aimed at what, Doug? The Rolling Thunder Run. Do you know what that is? Aimed at bringing awareness of what? 
I, I think I think it's to disable veterans, isn't it? Very close. Uh, POWs and MIAs. Okay, right. P- POWs and MIAs is who they're trying to bring awareness. It began in Memorial Day 1988 by Vietnam veteran Marine Corporal Ray Monzo. And as I said, it's now called Rolling to Remember. I think this is the first or maybe second year that it's now called that. But anyway, folks out there, if you got that, pat yourself on the back and uh, pat your Harley on the back as well. Well, let me ask you something before we get going here. Since you got a hog, do you, do you ever go to that? I have never gone to that. I I don't like to go long distances on the highway, but uh, we've got a trailer, and it is absolutely my intention in the next uh, couple of years to pack the bike up and go up there and uh, participate in that. That would be a dream come true for me to be able to do that. Well, you can always practice by doing the one at Myrtle Beach. Yeah, I could. I could. <laughs> uh, this would be more. That one would be more significant for me up there in D.C. Yeah. than those in, in Myrtle Beach. Yeah, but, I, yeah. I had an assistant one time, and she would never miss that Myrtle Beach. One. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, She's no. a little weird. Yeah, the uh, the views that you would have. I think the the views that you would have in D.C. rolling around with all the other bikes would just be absolutely a, a memory of a lifetime for me. All right, Doug. What we're talking to, what we're talking about in this uh, next uh, segment here is listening to my money doctor. So if we take a look at the world of medicine, we're going to be able to learn some valuable lessons that can be applied to your financial life. You want to stay uh, physically healthy, right? Throughout exactly. for as long as you can. Well, you want to stay financially healthy for as long as you can as well, right? Exactly. So even if you feel fine, right? Even if you think your finances are fine, if you feel fine physically your body, it's usually advisable to get periodic checkups, particularly the older you get or maybe the closer to retirement that you get. Yep. And this is uh, this segment I want to dedicate to our wives. Okay. Because they uh, yours is still active. She's a practicing physician's assistant. Thank you, Bill, for that. And then mine was a uh, physical therapist. She no longer practices, but uh, they both were in the medical profession and, uh, you know, obviously uh, much needed. Well, so we're going to do two tributes here. We're doing tributes to uh, uh, veterans out there and then to those in the, uh, particularly the women in the medical field. That sounds great. I love it. All right. So the second one, um, well, let's go, let's go into that. Even if you feel fine, Doug, it's usually advisable to get periodic checkups. Why? Well, yeah, because, uh, you know, we'll always get our annual physical because you never know if something might be hanging around the corner that you don't know about. And if you can find it early well enough. enough ahead of time, uh, obviously your chances of getting things corrected are, are much, much better. And, and that plays very much into us, too, because with our clients, we have an annual checkup. We call it an annual review. And that's to make sure that they're staying on track for a successful retirement. If you've still got money in your accounts and you're not bouncing checks, then if you're not taking a deeper look, you feel like you're in fine financial shape. But we can run projections and tell you, hey, you've got to either trim back that spending or we've got to do something different. Otherwise, you're going to run out of money at a certain time. That's like finding that that spot on your back before it becomes a real problem. Mm-hmm. All right, very good. Uh, sometimes, the next one here, sometimes you need a prescription. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you get sick, get a cold, something like that. You can just take care of it yourself. You know, take some aspirin, rest in bed, that kind of thing. But then sometimes things get out of hand. Uh, typically, I get a, a sinus infection once a year, so I have to go get an antibiotic for that to mm-hmm. clear it up. So you need a prescription. And that, again, that relates very closely to our business. You know, a lot of times people can handle their financial things on their own because they're simple enough. Okay. But other times, 
like how to turn a pot full of money into a retirement income stream, most people don't have the training for that. How to structure your accounts to, exactly. to pay uh, Uncle Sam as little as you have to. That and, and also how to structure those accounts so you don't lose a significant amount in the next market downturn. Most people don't have a, a clue as, as to how to do that. Right. And uh, so that's, that's, the, that's the prescription. That's the prescription. That's what you come to us for. Okay, very good. Uh, the next one here is different doctors have different specialties. Boy, that is very true. Obviously, mm-hmm. if you've got a problem with uh, your knee, you want to go to mm-hmm. the proper type of doctor. You don't want to go to an, uh, an internalist for something like that. Yeah, well, my internist will tell me to go to the orthopedic surgeon for that. So. There you go. All right. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that's true in our business, too. Right. You know, look, you and I specialize in retirement planning, which means we work primarily with folks who are in that age bracket. They're getting close. So they're 55 to 60. They're already retired, so they're 65, 70, 80 years of age. That's a completely different kind of specialty than somebody who's a growth manager who's working with younger folks who can take a lot of risk for growth because they got 20, 30 years ahead of them. Okay. Whereas our folks don't. No. So, no. yeah, it's specialties. And, um, you know, docs have a lot of different specialties. We have different specialties. We do indeed. Uh, let's take a moment and uh, let me just uh, give a, throw out an analogy that I've uh, used from time to time out there. Let's say, and this is around being a fiduciary, meaning that we have to act in your best interest. Let's say that you've been sitting on the couch too much for a couple years of your life and you want to get back into better shape and you go to a physical therapist. You join the Y or whatnot and you go to a physical therapist and you say, hey, I want to get in better shape. A physical therapist who is a fiduciary is going not simply take a look at you and say, okay, I want you to hit the treadmill for 30 minutes and then hit those weights over there for uh, five rounds and then come back to me. A physical therapist who is a fiduciary, so to speak, and who knows what they're doing is going to take a look at you and say, okay, give me a little bit of background on your physical health. I need to know some things. Do you have any limitations as far as flexibility or previous injuries or surgeries that I should know about? What do you mean when you say, you want to get in better shape. Does that mean that you want your resting heart rate to be better? Does that mean that you want your uh, uh, your bench pressing abilities to be better? What do you mean by in better physical shape? And they'll take all that into consideration and create a regime or a regiment for you. That's what a fiduciary does. And in our line of work, we have to know a whole bunch of facts like that about you before we just start making recommendations. And uh, that's kind of my little analogy that I use for the uh, medical world here as well. Now, I love that part about different doctors having different specialties. Specialties. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that. That one hits about home for me as as much as any of these do. I like this next one though as well, and this is really what we center a lot of our practice around. Sometimes a second opinion can be helpful. Oh, absolutely. I mean, if a, a doctor says you need a certain surgery, I think I would definitely go get a second opinion just to make sure you know that they're right. They're that on something the right wasn't missed, right? That is the same thing in our business, too, because I would tell you, Bryce, I would say the vast majority of our clients came to us seeking a second opinion. Yes. And the reason being is they either thought that they had too much risk in their portfolio, they thought maybe their fees were too high, or their advisor just didn't listen to them anymore, or a combination of any of that and even more stuff. And, uh, you know, when they come to us and get a second opinion, we give them a thorough second opinion. And, you know, it is easy to confuse a bull market, a good market, long-running market, with a good advisor. 
And so a lot of people will stick with their advisor for as long as the market is good because the market's going up, therefore their portfolio is going up. And they say, hey, I've got a really good advisor. My portfolio went up 9 10% this year. But last year, when the market took its big dip, all of a sudden we started getting some phone calls from people saying, yeah, I want that second review. I, I thought my advisor had me taking uh, some limited risks, and it uh, turns out I lost a pretty good chunk here in February and March of, uh, of this year, meaning last year. And now I just want to get a second opinion. And it turns out, more often than not, those people, those advisors had their, uh, their clients, who a lot of them are now our clients, taking far more risk than they were ever aware of. They just weren't aware of it because the market kept going up and going up. Yeah, exactly. So uh, we offer you a second opinion as well uh, at any time. Come in, give us a call at 336-391-3409. Go through our process. If nothing else, it's going to open your eyes, I believe. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything. What do you got to lose? Your only obligation is your time. And you might walk away with us giving you the thumbs up saying, hey, you and your advisor are doing a great job. Keep it up. There's nothing we can do to improve on your on your positions here. Good job. Yep, absolutely. Wouldn't that give you some peace of mind? It should. It should. All yeah. right. Again, folks, thank you for uh, sticking through us on this Memorial Day weekend. Get out there, have some fun, say hello to some family and friends and neighbors. In the meantime, 336-391-3409 is our number. We would look forward to hearing from you. Take care.